there's no way out I've got to show them what I've become and There's no doubt Got my back to the wall and I'm still hanging on There's no way out I've made my choices where I belong In my life have been all the same With a strain in my mind getting hurt again There's a pain in my heart but it's just a game Good to get over it, won't go insane Won't achieve anything while I'm down Don't want to give out my heavy weighted frown I'm stopping this now, I'ma turn it around Heaven's on the ground, now I'm looking at the clouds Gonna make a change like a change, bigger getting changed Gonna stay the same with my mind frame rearranged Gonna wish the blue out my mind and my eyes Was I blind in my mind? Cause that was old times Cause I'm starting fresh with a clear vision You can even spell my name in optimism Just track the M's and I and the P And then what you're left with is me no way out I've got to show What I've become There's no doubt Got my back to the wall And I'm still hanging on There's no way out I've made my choices Where I belong There's no doubt When the road gets up I keep my hands strong Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to tonight's episode of the Zod Rider Show. I am Zod Rider, and you are listening to PSN-Radio.com. And with me tonight, I have a very special guest, a gentleman that I've been popping up on his YouTube uh, shows a lot lately, and uh, he's he's appeared on the on the Four Nerds channel uh, a few times as well. Ladies and gentlemen, not not the dog in the background. But the man behind the mask himself, Mr. Mad Max, is joining me tonight. Welcome to the show, Max. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. Yeah, unfortunately, she makes her appearance on every stream I'm on. Uh, she can't help herself. But, yeah, that's Callie. Um, oh, that, oh, that's just great. You have a co-host. <laughs> yeah, uh, she, I, I, I stream in my dining room so I could spend time with the dogs. And she... She just loves voicing her opinion too. <laughs> yeah, a lot. Bad yeah, well, dog. that that that's great. You know, I used to. You know, that's the thing. I used to back when I started doing uh, the Zod Rider show on PSN Radio. For those longtime listeners, they may remember that I had a uh, a co-host on my show. I actually had a few different co-hosts over the over the years, and uh, you know, I always loved having a co-host, being able to bounce topics and ideas you know back and forth it was always uh entertaining to me and recently i was uh i had reconnected with my old co-host and there was talk about her possibly coming back uh to the show and you know because you know she hadn't been on in a couple of years and so there was some talk about her possibly coming back but that didn't that didn't materialize or hasn't materialized as of yet but maybe that'll happen again sometime in the near future because it's always nice to have a co-host. And uh, so, uh, so what's what's been going on with you, Max? It's so it's so good to finally have you here. Uh, you know, we've been there's been a lot of uh, controversial and crazy stuff coming up lately. Uh, what's dominating your mind? Well, yeah, um, I have a lot to talk on my show, but some, sometimes almost too much now because I've been doing an investigation. 
Ah, yes, you, indeed, the investigation. Uh, and and, and I, I should let the listeners know that you and I are collaborating on a little project. I'm trying to get some stuff together, too. Uh, there's something you know, There's something brewing. There's not something not quite so sparkly about those people over in the... Uh, in the fandom menace, as they are called, but yes. we're, yeah, we're so so well, we're so we're uncovering some things. <laughs> well, I knew I knew if I was going to cover it, I'd get some craziness afterwards. Uh, so yeah. there is some craziness. Um, what happens is a lot of time we and I talked about this in my video the other day is internet ops. People like to call it another thing. I don't like to use that term, but it's just like. Um, pretending like you're a friend on the internet and like trying to sway people's opinion, doing things like now I have, uh, people that I haven't, I know of their channels, but I haven't talked to them forever. All of a sudden popping up. Oh yeah, let's, let's do this. Let's get on the investigation. And now, uh, there is a counterfeit commandant. Um, and there was one in the past too. So <laughs> what they're doing is because I'm my investigation is that Doomcock is Commandant. I I found dates of when they started their channels, the similarities in the content, but also with this character on the internet, uh, the the mask and the actual uh, black outfit and hat is not that hard to come by, and also controversial flag he has in the background um so now can, other people, can't you get that can't you get that controversial flag on amazon <laughs> well no well, i mean <laughs> possibly i don't know about him probably ebay um but if you follow this kind of stuff more than likely if they if fans of him follow you know if they like what he's doing more than likely they have this stuff anyway including gasks masks but what's I, I, happening now is they're going into my comment section and convincing my viewers that they're legit. So it's causing me a freaking headache, and I actually didn't want to talk about it tonight on my – like I might have to make a show on mine, and now my viewers are confused. Uh, it's, you know, it's not I, the- I, I'm, I'm with you on that, Max. I completely sympathize with you about your viewers being confused. Because I had gone in and I would looked, you know, in the process because I've been doing some research as well. And one of the things I've, no- I've noticed since you posted your video, uh, the, the previous video you, you posted, you had a response from somebody who had been uploading a bunch of videos uh, to show. And, I, like, and you, I have an update on that, too. Uh, yeah, the, yeah. The, the early, like the early uh, musings and uh, early development of this character. And one of the things I find so fascinating is I went back and I looked at one of the Commandant's videos, and uh, which is which, of course, for all the listeners out there, the Commandant is a is a neo Nazi who can be found on BitChute. So it is it is very controversial and very very offensive. So so let's just put it that way. But the but the reality is there's a video out there where he actually states that there have been prior commandants before him and that he took over that that he I I he uh I guess he usurped or or overthrew the previous commandant. So that opens the door to the possible to the reasons why you would hear you might hear 
throughout the course of the investigation, we might hear other voices. We might hear other people as that character because allegedly there have been other iterations of that character over over time. So I I well, would I say I that may, maybe do con- him or they he, he they I, the bit shoots too hard to track. Well, yeah, uh, the yeah, yeah. That yeah, yeah. The, 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 the ones that are on the ones that are on the ones that are on the actual uh, Commandant Two Eleven Bitshoot channel, those videos, okay, are all the of the the character that sounds the most reminiscent like Doomcock. There's no the the prior ones, the, vi- the like the videos that the guy that's been uploading the videos, you know, to like in response to your investigation. There's some different voices there. There's some different people uh, doing the voices. At least it's not the same person. It's not. It's not the same. In other words, like we can we can find similarities in the voice, in the inflection, in the tone between Doomcock and this other and this other character. But if you go back and you listen to some of these other ones that are alleged to take place prior to that, they don't sound anything like them. They're not the same well, they, person. They, they may not have taken place before either. They they could be after. Like these were uploaded. The other ones that came that the guy was posting yesterday are from 2019. Yes. Um, so, and they there is differences in the in the video where I could show you that it's not exactly the same outfit. It's not like exactly the, lo- the same outfit. Well, well uh, the, the logos are the same, but it shows it. It's like someone drew. The little symbols on it, and yes. the eyes aren't exactly right. The voices, the eyes, exactly the right. eyes don't. Yeah, the eyes don't don't so spin it, in the I, same way. I I may have to actually end the investigation soon, just because it's getting too hard to prove, and there's too many fanboys of this, you know, of Doomcock that just want to fight for him and cause like confusion. And it, it, I don't even. I'm 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 sure people are even going to cover this anymore anyway. But I'm, I'm oh. certainly interested. I, I you know, I, you know, I, I will say this. I, I will say this for everybody listening out there. I find this entire thing extremely fascinating. I, I don't know that it necessarily it, is. It surprising? Not really, but it's more fascinating than surprising. Like people would rather think Tom Hanks is into some devious stuff than a than a guy on the internet with a peen hat. <laughs> Well, that well, that's the that's the other thing I don't understand. The character's name is Dictor von Doomcock. The whole character is designed to be viewed as a as a parody of Doctor Doom. It's designed to be like a. It's designed to be funny. It's designed to be you know. I mean, anybody that literally that takes that takes Doomcock seriously, okay. I think I think has to question, you know, their mental stability in that regard. Because to me, I think he does it for entertainment. I think he's an entertainer. I I don't think he's necessarily out there really trying to convince people of anything. And I think one of the reasons why, you know, these personalities are so hilarious to me is because they use such broad statements to justify, you know, the 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 stuff that they're peddling it's 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 incredible to me like i like i will say this i'm a big star trek fan so a lot of the things that i uh you know that i agree with 
when it comes to Doomcock, when he comes out and he does his videos trashing, you know, new Star Trek, and he talks a lot about, uh, you know, about about how bad of a show Star Trek Discovery is, and how Star Trek has kind of gone on, gone in a totally opposite direction of what Gene Roddenberry had initially intended for the thing. I mean, that ship had sailed a long time ago. So Doomcock isn't telling us anything that real, you know, diehard Star Trek fans don't already know. And they're not really, and he's not really telling you stuff that, you know, and with regards to Star Wars and other franchises that he covers, he's not really telling you anything. He's adding, he's sprinkling in a lot of conjecture. He's throwing in a lot of things. A lot of his opinions are, you know, are, and then, and then he, tr- and he kind of mixes that with rumors and things that he gets from these alleged sources. And to me, I, you know, Unless it's an official, unless it's an official source, unless it's somebody coming out officially naming themselves, coming out as a source saying, "Hey, this is happening, this is happening, or this is happening," you really have to take that kind of stuff with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. So, so for me, I've never, I've never really taken uh, Doomcock seriously, and I think it, I think it's funny, and that's one of the reasons why, you know, I'm a st- still a you know, subscriber of his to, to this to this day because I find his videos to be entertaining. I find his videos to be funny. I don't take it serious. But this this hidden character, by comparison, this commandant character, is a hidden character. It's a dark character. It's a totally. It's a different message that has a lot of the same talking points that the Doomcock character has just on a different subject. It's entirely it's entirely possible just based on that alone along with the voice that it's the same that it's one in the same. At least the same actor. And you put the word actor in quotes because as you and I have talked about prior, he's not a very good actor. That 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 that's just the truth. He thinks he's an Academy Award winning actor. Yeah. And you and you get the cap and you can hear you can hear Doomcock's voice in this commandant character if you listen closely. At least the videos that exist on Bitchute. Now to be fair, there hasn't been uh any activity uh, as far as videos go uh, on the BitChute version of the character uh, through that account since, I believe, July of, of this year. So that that has been, it's been, well, a, it's been I, that, a couple of months. That's something I'm really looking for, looking uh, for is if there's ever an official I, Commandant Channel BitChute video update. Uh, because if your logical thinkers would be like, if it's not him, that this guy would want to capitalize on some people certainly searching him out, and if it is Doomcock, he would want to bury it and not do it again. Well, I, I well that's that that's the question because that's because there's been so many months in between because we're we're in the middle of set we're literally mid September right now. The question is. I mean, why has it been so long in between videos? Why hasn't he done well, another there, video there, yet? There are big gaps on that channel, though. There are big gaps. but that, uh, that, That's I, very true. I, I have my doubts that we'll ever see another one if it is actually him. 
like you're saying, like it just doesn't make sense. Like, or but- here's my here's my theory in in this, and I and I don't know, maybe maybe you'll agree with me on this one though too, because I'm thinking that perhaps, and and you are right about the big gaps, so we can't we really can't use the big we can't use the uh, big gaps to make a determination one way or the other because there are big gaps. You can see that when you look at the timing between each video on the actual BitChu channel. But my theory is this. If it is Doomcock, and Doomcock, the actor who plays Doomcock, and he decided he just wants to abandon that, he doesn't want to do it anymore for whatever reason, it didn't take off the way that he wanted it to, and, and maybe maybe it was like an initial theory I believe you had where maybe that because the channels were launched, Doomcock and the Commandant were launched so closely together maybe the main goal was go with whichever one becomes more popular. So if mm-hmm. Doomcock is, is, is popular, then you go all out and you devote all your resources to Doomcock. If Commandant takes over and all the, all the uh, racists and crazies decide to rally around the Commandant character, then you continue with that character. And ultimately, whichever character makes you the most money is the character you continue to invest in. And I think what's happened is Doomcock has gotten big. He's gotten big enough to where he can just doom do Doomcock. Complain about Star Wars. Complain about Star Trek. Complain about any other franchise that he has issues with. And he can do it and make money and he doesn't have to really worry about offending anybody on that level. So he can so he can just let you know let Commodot go under the bus right but my theory is this maybe if there is another commandant video in the coming months maybe it'll be a different maybe it'll be yeah. a different commandant well there's already a, a third that i i think there's three it may even be a character that this i mean these the people that would enjoy this type of content are in this some weird shit it may be like a character they share too um, or, or I don't know, there's some, I'm trying to think of some characters in fiction where, uh, when, when the heat, when it's like everyone pops up, I'm Commandant, I'm Commandant, you know, to, to throw people off. And I do, I don't think that the ones that are not on the official bit shoot are the same person. It's too hard to determine which was made first. Um, I tend to think, oh yeah, you can think I, these... I tend to think the ones that were not on the official bit shoot commandant base 211 are imitating him. Yeah. Um, now they use the same sound intro, but it also the 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 text at the beginning is different too. It says like octung. So I don't know, but that's just <laughs> Right, because because the muse because think about the music they could rip from the bit shoot video. And just use the music, and then, but the, but you can't unless you know exactly what fonts and exactly what colors are being used. You can't completely replicate that. You have to know what you have to know exactly what's being used in order to be able to do that. So the I I, I and you can tell by the ones that have been uploaded on on YouTube that it's just they're just. They're not. They don't have their. They don't have their stuff together. Let's just put it that way. The ones on the ones on the on the on the bit shoot are 
much more competently done. Uh, you can tell that you know they've got a formula and they know what they're doing, and they and they pretty much you know and it it sound it, the sound is better the 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 production value overall is much better on the on the official channel than the stuff that you're seeing uh up being uploaded to YouTube now by seeming imposters or just copycats or just people like you said who want to just throw you off the trail of of the or of they the may com- they may ha- they have may have reasons they want to become the character from now on because there's our eyes on it like if he does give it up like uh if you suddenly have people searching it out I don't know uh it's it's weird it, I'm I'm very interested in it, but I may have to give it up just because I I'm at the point where I can't prove anything else, and then I'm just going to get people trying to you know trying to come in and be like oh I'm well, but what her. I but what I don't understand and this is my biggest gripe with this whole thing is people are if I don't understand how you can if you're a fan of of Doomcock. And you listen to Doomcock and you listen to this guy, how you can't know that they're the same. Well, there, they're there's, not, a, they're the there's same. a strong, there's a little bit of denial if you're a fanboy. Oh, hold on. Callie. Oh, sorry. She, sorry. She, your, your dog's just weighing in on the conversation. Yeah. That's there, all it is. She's there, agreeing very, with us. There's very possible, it's very possible there's a little denial if you're a fanboy. And then they don't want it to be that way because it also it makes them feel a certain way for listening to the the guy for so long. Um, and then there's the other thing: if it was if it was so obviously not him, you would hear people talking about it, like laughing at the people accusing. Like that's how the internet works. Right, right, you'd be, right. You hear, but there you don't get any of that content. They're just like, oh, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Right, you're not getting nothing. You're not getting nothing. It's not being addressed at all. Although it was addressed, it was addressed. However, subtly, it was addressed by Doomcock himself in a tweet where he actually did mention Bitshoot. So that, so that to me is is, I, I think. That is subtle confirmation that it was him because he actually mentioned Bitshoot in the tweet. Yeah. Well, the the tweet could be as much as he wants to address it. He could be. Um, it, the, the truth is, the, the tweet is truthful either way, if he is him or if he isn't. It just says Doomcock doesn't have a channel on Bitshoot or any other service, just the Overlord channel in the harvey channel yeah yeah uh yeah. which is that will be true even if it is him he's a different character he doesn't even he also has a lot of reasons not to want to break character to say i like he 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 doesn't really break character ever no I no don't at all not at all i you know and even uh even on when he does his uh when he does his the the podcasts with uh with uh nerdrotic even when he does those, you know, and he's got his normal voice and he speaks in his normal voice, he still sounds like, you know, like Doomcock without without the voice modulation. So it's it's 
you know, and you can hear that. You can hear those subtleties in the voice in the other character. So that's why I, I just I, I think if you if you if yeah if you're a fanboy and you're in denial in denial or you support him no matter what, regardless, just because you you know you love him that much that regardless, or maybe you even agree with his 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 views politically, and that's why you know they wanna they don't want to say anything about that character. To me, it's it's all it's all just funny. It's all just amazing. It's like it's like opening the it's like the it's like in the movie. Uh, there was a scene in a movie in, in a movie, and I can't remember exactly what movie it was from. But the the son goes into goes into his father's uh, his father's bedroom, and he opens up the opens up the closet and sees the Nazi SS uniform in the closet. Oh. Yeah, what was that? I was watching that. I know what you're talking about. I can't there's a remember. Move, there's a movie like that where he opens up the closet and he finds out that his father was like a Nazi. It's like it's like it's like that. It's like that kind of a, a thing. Like you know, you're you're you know you're you were you've been a fan, a diehard fan with of Doomcock for all this time, and you're 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 a Patreon, and you're like at the Nebula level or whatever they call their you know. Their layers of their levels of Patreon and your support, and like I think it was, I think wasn't it, uh, wasn't it Brian who who had said who had said that Master of None mm-hmm. who had said he was he was actually supporting him on one of those levels, and it's just kind of like after a while, you know, you see through it and you you find out that you're, you know, it's like oh my god, you know, I got I need to take the fanboy goggles off and realize that this that this guy is you know you know, on some BS. But like I said, for me, it's all just entertainment. It's all just garbage yeah. that you see on the internet. I, I, I don't think that it, I don't think of it. I never took it seriously to begin with. So I don't care. It's just like his, uh, his, his other character, his alter ego. Yeah. It's, it's disgusting, but at the same time, it's so over the top and so completely obnoxious and just completely ridiculous that you that you almost think that maybe it it could just it could just be a parody, you know. It might not even be meant to be taken uh, real on any level because it's just completely goofy. Well, it's an it's another it's another it's just a very it's just an extreme variation of the Doomcock character. That's all yeah. it is. I don't have any reservations about accusing him either because uh, let's be real. He accuses so many people in Hollywood. Oh, of agendas yeah, and he stuff, comes out. He just yeah. pulls it out of his ass. And uh, possible agenda and so much angry. <laughs> there's just so much there to, to say he might have an agenda. He actually could be this. There's a lot of evidence that says it. Even if I'm wrong, I don't feel bad covering it. Oh, uh, no, it's just, no. It's just I don't – there's not much I'm getting to a point where I'm. There's not much more I could find out that I could search for with you know because he is he's a masked person on the internet. Uh, <laughs> I'm, but I'm gonna, but I'm I think, but it's so funny because people are obviously based off of what's been happening. People are obviously paying attention to the fact that you're covering this. Yeah, yeah. you've obviously got you know uh, fandom menace people looking at this. And seeing it as something that needs to be, 
needs to be quelled one way or the other. And then you got that other guy trying to throw you off the trail by dropping, giving you all these little videos. And he, he's like, he, he's like all friendly in the comments. I, I'm being genuine, guys. I, I want to help in the investigation. And some of my followers and, and some used. of the videos, and uh, some and of the videos like, are so goofy. Like you think, you think you're like. You're like, oh my god! I th- I think this guy made these videos himself, and just and it's just like, uh, you know, trying to well, just the, trying to throw you one, off one, the trail. The first one, he the first in the one the way he titled it too, like the other ones that are actually on BitChute. And this is what I'll I, I have to address it because my one of my followers just really thinks I'm wrong on this. I'm like, oh great! I have to. Exp-. I said I'm going to sleep. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I'll t- I'll explain tomorrow. Because it's too hard to explain. I'm so glad I got you. I'm so glad I got you early enough <laughs> before you. Because it always seems like at, at the end your your streams are so awesome, but then they always go past past the point that you want them to. Yes. It's, it seems that way. Every single stream you do, at some point you have to say, "Hey, look, I gotta go to bed," and I and I just well, feel I mean, like I mean, that's like your perfect this is trademark. <laughs> People want to keep stock talking about. Well, part of the problem is I send links out to my friends, and they pop in. They're like, "You don't put the time." I'm like, "It's usually 11 p.m. Usually." Uh, but yeah, like, yeah I've, I've gotten I've gotten used to that. Pop it at the end, and then we recap everything, and then uh, yeah, people people engagement stays up pretty much, which is um, that's hard to do on YouTube for a live stream. Can, can you talk a little bit about, can you talk a little bit about how you got started in the Mad Max persona a little bit? Can you tell us a little bit about where, uh, how, how you came up with it and, and where, what your inspiration was and what, and what you, what made you decide to go the route that you went? Because I think it's a, I think it's a brilliant move. Uh, I like, I like the character a lot, Mad Max. I love fictional characters. Uh, I wanted to be like, Sort of like I'm not. Some people, my critics say, "Oh, you're just a dollar store doomcock." No, I I have to be. I wanted to be on camera in a fun way, and I like cosplay. I like collecting masks. I also like to embrace the fictional characters. Like, why do I like the characters so much? Is like the, I I first was wearing my Mando mask. Like uh, the Mando, he always gets his bounty. He like goes for it, and sometimes people say I go too hard. <laughs> They're that, um, and I also I have the leather jacket like uh, Mad Max I got, so I wanted to combine things to make it fun, and just to, like get new masks and have have fun with it. Uh, I I could I thought about taking my mask off in the future. I'm like then then people would be disappointed. Not that I'm like boring or anything, but it's just not as fun, uh, really. <laughs> if I if I if I decide to unmask myself in the future. Um, it won't be as fun, I think. And I, that's what I want to do. I want to have conversations about movies. I do want to, I do like to cover the hot topics. So that's also an advantage, uh, like, like Batman does. He does it to protect the people he cares about. That's another reason. I just, some, some of my family doesn't want to deal with this stupid shit. So that's another reason. Well, that's um, good. That, that's, you know, that's fair enough. And again, because you have an affinity and an enjoyment, like you said, you're collecting masks. It's what you like to do. You like the cosplay. Nobody should be begrudging you for that persona that you that you've decided to take on. Especially when you have people like Doobcock on the internet. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I mean, let, let's let's be real. Well, you know, he, they, they, he doesn't they, get criticized as much because he only goes enter, after entertainment personalities. This is something that frustrates me to no end about YouTubers. They think they're like untouchable, and they're so fragile. If you attack their them, they just mm-hmm. like to go. They like to go constantly. Yeah, but it's okay for it's okay for it's okay for Doomcock to be Doomcock and a neo Nazi. That's okay. But but if you go after and you call him out, or you call out some other YouTuber for doing something unethical or stupid, then they get mad at you. Like you said, the fragility is ridiculous. I'm a YouTuber. We have to stick to the YouTube team. I'm like, no. If you comment, you're, it's more fun to comment on other people's, you know. Yeah. Than just, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I and, and the it. thing is, and a lot of and a lot of it is too. If they weren't doing stupid stuff or doing questionable stuff, they wouldn't be newsworthy, and you wouldn't and you wouldn't have any real motivation no to cover watch, that. Yeah. There was a reason why you were covering certain people before, and you, and because every time you turned around, they were doing something stupid or putting their foot in their mouth. And 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 personally, I feel like I feel like that's something that's admirable about you. That's something that I appreciate about you. You're not afraid to go after people when they do stupid stuff like that you're not you're not and and what i love too about about your style max is that even when you see something that's questionable or you find that it that it's ridiculous like for example this whole doomcock thing it's not like you're calling for people to to boycott doomcock or calling for people to you know to cancel this person or you're you're not falling into that can- cancer cancel culture cancer well it is kind of a cancer in our society you're not calling for anything like that you're just pointing it out you're shedding light on it you're saying it deserves to be scrutinized and you're 100 percent right about that and that's one of the things that drew that drew me to your 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 videos and your content in the first place because a lot of people you know it's like they won't they won't form an opinion and they won't take you know they won't take a position and say okay i'm going to cover this because i feel like this is noteworthy i feel like this is something people should be aware of or something that should be pointed out and and again that that's 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 a good thing cuz there's not there really is there really isn't a lot of that people are too afraid now to to speak up about some things because they don't you know because they're like well if I speak up about this, then I'm going to get attacked or I'm going to get thrown under the bus or somebody's going to find something on me to go after and, 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 and attack me. And, and, you know, you had one guy that was constantly telling you, oh, I don't mind if you cover me. I don't care if you cover me, but I don't think you should. But I don't mind if you do. But I don't think that you should. But you can. And I'm not going to stop you if, if you want to. And then at the same time, then he, then he, and then he falls back and, and, and starts threatening you at the same time. And to me, mm-hmm. that and to me, that was uncalled for, because mm-hmm. now you're being a hypocrite. If you, if you, if you're telling him it's okay for him to him to cover and you. And I said, right? He, I said I'm not going to stop when we talk to each other. I'm like, I'm not going to stop. <laughs> right, right. And you said, you said I wasn't. I'm not going to stop covering you. I, I don't. I don't. I think that you know. Because you keep you keep coming out doing stupid stuff, so of course I'm going to cover you. It makes sense to cover you when you're doing that because people want to know what I think about this. People want to know where it is. People should be aware of these types of things. I 
and like I said, to me that that's that's great. That that's how it that's how it should be. I wish more. Yeah, of old, the... old school YouTube people used to do like uh, there even used to be a thing where you could like your videos where you would follow up. Uh, real old school YouTube, a response video and stuff. Uh, I miss that. I also miss in the in the crit- critic sphere where uh, like they actually have intelligent conversations instead of just playing it safe for your YouTube viewers. Uh, you, yeah. YouTube YouTubing is not real criticism. You 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 go your angle where you know is going to get you views, and you do, and you do play softball for your viewers too. Um, I, I that's what frustrates me. I, I've I've gone this way, and I know it it it's cost me subs and stuff, but it's just more fun. I'd just be bored. I always go back. I, listen, if there's movie talk, uh, I I pick that ahead of you know drama, uh, but. Or, or you know what these what these people are saying. I would always go for something more interesting. But uh, there's a good mix of both happening right now. I always have something. To, I have something to talk about every day now. Yeah, yeah, and it, it, it it's never a dull moment. I mean, particularly on any of these channels that we all frequent. It's like it's it's like there's so much happening in a in a in a world where where things have kind of have kind of been you know kicked to a standstill in certain uh, on under certain aspects but then like yeah it seems like every day there's something there's always something really really awesome to talk about there's topics topics galore so and so so i want to kind of move move away a little bit from from the other stuff Mm -hmm. we were talking about because that stuff is where it's like we're beating a dead horse we can't go anywhere else with that but what I want to move on to is talk to you about a topic that I've never actually gotten a chance to talk to you one-on-one about, uh, particularly, and that's gaming. You mm-hmm. are, you and me, I, I will say this, I and everybody that knows me knows that I am a big retro video game fan. I love retro video games, classic video games. I, I, I can't get enough of it, even to this day. I'm, I've always been into into that i've always so so this is kind of a topic I, i've been wanting to discuss with you um and you and i know and yesterday you put out a video where you were playing a lot of classic neo geo games and i just kind of wanted oh, to that, go that wasn't public that was just for my friends to because i i got um i got a new recorder which is it's capable of recording okay k video it's expensive Okay. So I can try to do. I'm trying to branch out and also do. That's the other thing I do on my channel is I try too many things, which is also not good for you. Usually, <laughs> uh, you get one thing that in, in it, YouTube encourages you. This is the type of content people want to see, and then you switch it up, and some viewers don't like like my. And then, and then all your <clears throat> my friend forever. But he's like, I don't want to talk about this topic anymore. But then I don't like him. I don't like sci-fi dragon. <laughs> I, I, I don't like I don't like that guy. I just he rubs he rubs me the wrong way. Oh, um, good fr- he's a good friend, but he gets he gets <laughs> he likes to only collect old Blu-rays. So how are you going to keep up with current? <laughs> no, no, I, I I don't I don't mean that. I don't have a problem yeah. with Sci-Fi Dragon. He's okay. No, he's, just very, he's uh, very opinionated. He's like, but, he, he's, but like, he's very yeah, and he's also very quiet too. Every right. stream I've ever been on with you where he's been on, he barely well, says I think, anything. I think that's part of the frustration. He's like, if he does not interest in the topic, he doesn't know what to say. I think that's why he's... Oh, uh, okay. 
Okay, well, so, um, so he doesn't know how to. Interact. So I, so okay, so so okay, so I was completely wrong about the video you posted yesterday, but nonetheless, no, but that's the type of stuff I want to. Oh, I love Neo Geo. I okay, wish so I let's did. let's talk a little bit about Neo Geo for a moment. Okay. There's a new video game system being released that's up for pre-order now. It's from a company called Unico, and yes. it is called it is called the Neo Geo MVSX which yes. is a play off of the old Neo Geo MVS arcade machines. And it looks a lot like the, you know, the old MVS, and it has the MVS X logo on it. It's, a, it's basically, it's about the size of, like, the standard size of, like, like say, an arcade one up. And now they have it, but they have it up for pre-order now where you can buy it separate as, like, a bar top or you can buy it with the riser that like that comes with like the arcade one-ups kind of thing and and you can kind of and and then it'll it'll be around the same size as like an arcade one-up have you have you uh have you looked into that at all have you seen yes are are you are you are you excited about it or are you are you are you not i like the way it looks i like the idea of it i like the size of it i am so sick of Neo Geo repackaged products that recycle 40 to 50 games each product, and then you have to buy. It's like buying a new console each time. Okay. There's never any updates. Uh, I bought the – do you remember the Neo Geo X Gold? I did, not, I did not buy that. That was too rich I, for my blood. I, was... I bought it. I was all in. I bought the new packs, and SNK – uh, the people in charge, they, like they license it out, and yeah. the people that were actually making the product, they wanted to give you the rare games right away. Uh, they wanted to do special packs and complete the whole library. And this, well, of course, the marketing spin was that uh, SNK was not happy with the product's quality, which there were some issues. Which yeah. could have been ironed out on the firmware. Yeah, I heard there were some issues with the because it yeah. was basically a handheld with a with a you know it where you put the though. handheld it inside the, the, there was the some actual slight machine. Issues with uh, video quality, possibly, but the, the the actual the actual handheld felt good. The thumbstick was clicky. Uh, it was a good product. Okay. That could have been improved on, but they canceled it right away, saying it was uh, basically. I think the person that held the license, SNK, is not happy because once they someone gives you the whole the whole library of Neo Geo games on one console or one uh, new system that's emulating or whatever, uh, there's no need to keep getting these constant recycled products. Like they, Neo Geo's been doing these little, little their own version that's done by them and not licensed like the Unico of these little arcade cabs, and they did like ten of them, and there's like slightly variations on the games. And their that I heard the quality. I watched reviews on that. The quality there was I think inferior to the Neo Geo X Gold, and then they released their own arcade sticks. Although the quality of this thing looks better than those mini SNK. I'm just. I'm sick of the thing where it's set. You spend over a hundred bucks, you got fifty games on it, and then you can't add more without uh, hacking it. Well, what, from what I've heard, this this system, and from all all the research and stuff I've done about the MVSX, is allegedly you are going to be able to add games. You're going to be able okay. to add more games. You're going to be able to 
uh, do firmware updates and stuff via All USB. Right. That's cool. So that's and, cool. and and it's launching with fifty games. Yeah. So no, I mean it, it's if you I, don't have if you don't have these product before, this would be great. Yes. Okay, I, I see where you're going there because see, I never bought a Neo Geo Mini. I never bought. I like I said, I well, didn't, they didn't buy have the. A, they don't have a Neo Geo Mini. That's what's frustrating. Like. But, well, they got the little they got the little tiny ones. You haven't you seen those? The little tiny Neo Geo Minis that got all the games in them. They're like they look like little tiny arcades. They're like hand, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, but held. I'm saying like the one that looks like the actual AES. Oh yeah, no, uh, no, no. The, the, no if no. they did that and and had a way where you could get all the games, uh, they couldn't keep releasing things every year. I like think this, like this I, is. A, Got both modes. This has got MVS mode yes, that's, that's and, also and great. AES mode. Yes, that that's a one up on what SNK's been doing themselves. Um, definitely, because then they're like, then they sold an arcade stick that did only MVS. That was another issue. Like, and I, and I, the, I, the arcade stick, the arcade stick for me was a little bit funny because I saw that, and then I saw the arcade stick that Capcom came out with, yeah. and I was like. Neither one of them looked interesting to me because I'm yeah. I'm one of those people where I've got a Raspberry Pi 4. I've got a great image on the Raspberry Pi 4. It's got tons of games on it. I, I you know I can you know you you know you literally have thousands and thousands of games and you get to a point where you're like, well, what would be the advantage of getting something like this where you're going to be limited to how many games you're going to be able to have and you and on top of that you know, it's like you said, you buy the games and then they keep recycling the the same games over to different consoles year after year after year and it just becomes it just becomes obnoxious. But to me, there's you know, there's so many options out there for for retro video games. And I actually am one of those people who at this point believes that the MVSX is them trying to finally do right by customers. I don't okay. know. I, I yeah, I hope if if Okay, so so far in what you've said, everything sounds great. Uh, AES and MVS modes, uh, the quality of the product, the size of it's pretty decent. Seventeen, like it seventeen inch screen. Yeah, I, I mean, I like I, that better than what SNK did with the mini thing that you that you have to plug it. I'm not going to use that small little thing uh, to play games hardcore, um, and then plug it, do the output to the TV. I'd rather it look like an AES system. Uh, for right. that part, um, so if they do actually release a legal way to add all the games, and then you could get a full library, that's the game changer. But I just, I, I, I haven't heard that part. I hope you're right about that because that would be very, that would get really people really. Oh well, yeah, that. because they were that's what they were talking about. They were talking about game packs that would be downloadable and addable to the okay. actual system, which which to me would be amazing because and I the idea of having something that looks like an old MVS but is like a bar top arcade that where you could actually end up ultimately with the entire Neo Geo library would be fantastic. And they actually added two buttons, two extra buttons to the system, which means you may be able to add other arcade games, not just not just Neo Geo games, but maybe they'll license so that you can add Capcom or you can add additional games to it and you'll actually have the correct button layout to be able to play all these things. And I think that's fantastic as well because if you remember, Neo Geo 
only had four buttons. Mm-hmm. So that's so I think I think that that's I think that that's a good that's a good thing as well. Um, I I don't know what you you know what you what you primarily use to play retro games, but um, oh I, I have lots uh, I have lots of stuff. Um, I sold my Genesis collection. Okay. Um, but I got because uh, I I got an EverDrive. And, yeah, yeah, and yes. I have so many Sega Genesis collections for the Switch, um, PlayStation so Three. So, PlayStation so you've got 4. all. So you've got all. So the, the game, so you've got all. Yeah, the, Gen- uh, Ge- Sega's done the best about their compilation disc. They put yes. the rare games on there. They put every Genesis game you want. And I, I owned, I owned all my cartridges. Like, am I really gonna play these cartridges? The only one <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have done that. As I sold my. Streets of Rage trilogy on cart, um, but I have that too, and I could play it anytime I want. But that was one of my favorite games. Uh, Sonic, forget about it. I have so many collections of Sonic. It's like, why am I holding on to this actual cartridge? Um, so I I got an EverDrive for the Sega. I got it for the NES, and I want to get one for the Super NES. I still have my Super NES collection, and then I also have. Um, my Sega Genesis, Sega CD did not work the last time I plugged it in. It was always finicky, so it probably just needs repaired or cleaned. Are you, are you at all looking into the Polymega? No. Me neither. It looks great. It's expensive, and then I don't like buying attachments for a product that could, you know... That's just, and not only that, not only that, it's just emulating. It's not like it's using, you know, FPGA or anything. It's actually just emulating, emulating the games. And you're buying these add-on modules that essentially that just un- unlock the ROMs. Yeah, and but they, all the they main, do is unlock ROMs. Yeah, and I mean, then if the, main, if the main thing fails, then you have all these attachments for something. And it's not, it's a new company. Uh, so who knows? Like these, all these attachments. If it was Sega, that yeah, it's like eighty. It's like ninety dollars. It's like ninety dollars per attachment. So you get nah. one for Nintendo, uh, Super all, Nintendo. All these attachments and stuff. It's just more things that can break or fail. I just don't trust it. It's too expensive of an endeavor. It's a neat right. idea, but I don't think in execution. I think I don't think I think people are going to have a system there. That's plus. There's no. Once the product's out there and they have their money, there's no need to keep servicing these these expansion ports in the future. If if it's not making money from them, they could just bounce. That's what I was thinking too. Like if it's all if it's all Hello. retro stuff, you have to have the actual product to get the ROM. Why? I mean, once they get your money, there's no need to continue on. Like if, if they're not successful, if they're successful, sure, but. It, it doesn't seem like a good product uh, for longevity. That's like a good in the point. Like, yeah, that's I, a good point. Like, like once once someone buys all the attachments and stuff, why do they need to keep? Like maybe if they need a firmware update, what what does this company need to do once they have your money? You'd like yeah. oh go go play your old games. There's no new content coming on on it. Uh, it's just too much. Now the thing that's cool for me is the Evercade, which is a very affordable system. Oh, you're it, talking about the new the new handheld. Yeah, I have that. 
okay. And and it's legit because they're actually licensing out these yeah. classic games and they're on cartridges. How many packs did you end up getting? Which packs did you end up I, buying? I for? have like ten and I have four more pre ordered. I want to try to get the whole collection. Wow, okay. Like, cool. They're releasing like two and it's very affordable. The game the it's actual cartridges in an actual box with a manual and they're twenty bucks. Yeah, yeah, they're not expensive. And, and, I've seen it on Amazon. And there's like they're like it's the closest thing to a virtual console in today's day because let's be honest, Nintendo that that will never happen again once people realize that they could uh charge you for the old games on digitally and they're basically ROMs. Uh, right. Com- it's that that that's was lightning in a bottle the virtual console for this for the uh Wii. It'll never happen again. And there's the the people that own the licenses wouldn't want it to happen. Uh, they, they have they can like they now there's options like like the uh, Evercade where they someone's going to pay they they Nintendo didn't really have to pay those too much for those ROMs on the virtual console at that time. It's just like when Netflix just started. Everyone said, okay, yeah, you could stream it. When streaming became a thing, then everyone wanted to renegotiate the percentages of streaming rights and stuff. Uh, that's Nintendo itself. They're not really doing the virtual console. They're releasing Mario uh, Anniversary. Those are just ROMs on a card. But the, in the past, they would have put them on the virtual. I had Mario on the virtual console. Um, but they're not doing that. There's no like virtual console option anymore. I, I think that's why people, the, the companies realize the money they're missing. And it's, you know, which is a good thing. I want companies to make their money too. Um, that's my thoughts on that. But I mean, I mean, like for Nintendo, like for example, the the Switch. What we have, what you have, what we're talking about with the Mario thing. They got this the Mario this Mario collection that they're going to put out for a limited time only. That's gonna mm-hmm. that Mario collection is going to skyrocket in value. They actually said that they're putting a limit on the digital collection as well. Which I don't, okay. which I find really fascinating. Well, they're because... going to Dis- they're giz- going the Disney method, uh, vaulting okay. stuff. I okay. mean, this is this is why um, all these companies have been, uh, in my opinion, been companying up, uh, gobbling up IPs like Disney so they could vault products, and that's why physical media is even more sought after for the actual collectors. Um, it keeps your product high priced where you don't have to discount it. And it, it makes it so not everyone has it, and you could charge it again in the future. I whether whether digital whether digitally or physically, because now it's just a matter of having it digitally on a hard drive or a US or a, a, an SD card. Yeah, there's some ska- excellent games that are just locked on systems. One which is actually great that it's getting another digital release. I just wish it had a physical. Because the only way I could play, I own it, I bought it, but the only way I could play it is plug in again my PS3 is Scott Pilgrim that beat him I, up. I, yeah, I wish I didn't get. I wish I didn't get rid of my PS3 either because I had a lot of digital games. I still have a lot of digital games tied to my PS3 that I can't access through PS4, and, and so it's like I'm. It's like man, I, and I. I thought about buying another PS3 because initially my PS3 had broken and I never bought another one. But I'm like, man, it'd be nice to go back and play some of these older games that I had, you know. 
And uh, yeah, I I still have it, but I'd have to hook it up. And but it's getting another, it's getting a digital release with all the DLC, and that's one of the greatest beat 'em ups of all time. And what's it, com- it what's it going to come out for again? I know I had it. I had Scott Pilgrim on PS3, but what system is it going to come out for now digitally? Uh, PS4, Switch, and Xbox, I think. Okay, so it is going to be on PS4. Oh, oh if you are interested in getting a PS5, I don't know if anyone's got the funds. I recently came across a great opportunity to get one because my laptop broke with a warranty and I no longer need the laptop. So I got a gift card from Best Buy because they couldn't fix it. Um, that That's a different story. But the result is I got a gift card of money that I need to spend at Best Buy. And I, I think the pre-orders are going to go on tomorrow. There's a PS PlayStation 5 event. Okay, I saw the gold. I saw the gold PS5 for ten thousand oh, yeah. dollars, no, but I, I haven't the seen the. I can afford. <laughs> I, I, I do, but I didn't see the the pre-orders for the uh, for the uh, standard PS5 yet. But no, I I I convinced myself that I'm going to hold off. I'm not uh, interested in purchasing a PS5 right out of the gate. If I get one. It'll be some years down the line because for me, primarily all I play mainly now is retro games. Even okay. on my PS4, I've got a bunch of retro game collections. I just got uh, the the uh, the Double Dragon Kunio Kun collection from oh, okay. uh, for for PlayStation Four. It was on sale. It was on sale. I think it was like on sale for like on like a flash sale for like 10 bucks and there was a ton of games on there i mean it has literally i mean i don't know maybe maybe it has up to like 50 games i don't know but it's got a ton of old school old like 8-bit nintendo uh classics from uh from uh, from you know Tato, Double Dragon, and River City Ransom, and uh, mm. you know all those old. Well, I got games. I got that for the Evercade. You did yes. okay. You yeah, you they know have, what I'm talking about then. That, yeah, they have a game pack that has very similar a, a Taito collection. Yeah. I, I really think you would like the Evercade, and just so you know, uh, the cartridges they're talking about, and they are they are actually successful. Some of these carts are selling out, sold out. You know. Um, they are planning a home console version that the car- carts will work on in the future. So, I have they have they have they talked about whether or not they're going to allow you to add your own games yet? Because I uh, heard that that was something. I heard that was something that they were considering as well. Which... I'd actually prefer that not. I, I have others. I have so many things to do. Emulation. I have a modded Xbox. Which when you saw that recording, I put so you could look at it. I was just testing the quality of it of my new capture device. Um, so that's my, my original modded Xbox playing all the SMK games. Uh, that's what it was actually coin ops an emulation, um, program that. Really- oh yeah. You use coin. Op- hey, look, I have no problem with coin ops. I've, I've used several different versions of coin ops. Uh, right now I have a, I have an older computer. So, CoinOps doesn't work as well on my computer as I would like, so I use another program. I think it's called Virtuosity or something, and that works better with the older computer that I have. But then I also use, uh, you know, Raspberry Pi, and I have a I have a MAME cabinet, and I've got, uh, 
you know, a bunch of other options. So I, I tend to, like you, I've got, I've got tons of options to play these games. So I'm not really looking, but I, but I was looking at the ever, I was looking at the evercade and you, and you mentioning it again today. We need to start a gaming podcast, me and you. Uh, I think too. that would be, I think that'd be an excellent idea where we could talk about we all could... these products and mm-hmm. show like, I, I would love it because I got a, I got a Mortal Kombat arcade cabinet from Play Minimal in early July. Now, I don't know if you've, you've seen the website for Play Minimal, but they mm-hmm. make small arcade cabinets. They're even smaller than Arcade 1-Up. They're not, they're not as small as, say, uh, what's that company, uh, Numskull, where they make, the, they make it where they're, they're really small. No, this is, these are like... I would say like half the size of like, say like an arcade one up and it only weighs about 20 pounds, but it's small. It's got like a 10 inch screen and it's got all the right buttons. And it's, it's, it's really, it's really amazing. And I, and I got that because I have a, I have a small apartment and I didn't want to have, you know, a bunch of, you know, arcade, I don't have enough room for a bunch of arcade units. So I went and I got, you know, I got this Mortal Kombat one and, and it really, it's a really nice, a really really nice cabinet. I've got a, it's got almost three thousand, you know, almost three thousand arcade games on it, and it's it's oh wow, it's fantastic. Well, I, mean, well, I, I have to, I do have to mention something, uh, Zod. Right, my stream is about to go up. If we could, I don't know if you're going to end soon, uh, but I already have Ryan and Brian in there, and I hope hope you could come as well. Well, yeah, I, you know what? We can go ahead. And, I mean, I, I didn't know. I didn't know. We, we didn't actually have a, a, a set plan for how we were going to do this today. But I do want to thank you for uh, being on the Zod Rider show with me. And I'll, you know what? We're gonna, I'll go ahead and end tonight's show early so that I can join you. Oh, I didn't your, know. On, I, was, on, I thought we did on like yours. a quick hour. I was because like, I, I do this, you know, because I usually do the Zod Rider show for, you know, I usually do the Zod Rider show for two hours. But, oh, I didn't know that. But as a, but as a, but because of what we're doing today, I'll go ahead and uh, you know end tonight's episode early, and we will, and I guess we can uh, pick up on your on your. Well, I'd love to come show. back. I think, then I, 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 that was my error. I just, I sometimes get details mixed. Yeah, up. I'm not used to. I'm not used to you all. I'm not used to you doing shows this early either, though. That's another thing. I'm like, right. I'm like, well, usually you don't do your show until later anyway. So I kind of. So I, I didn't even I didn't even think twice about it. I figured that you know the two hours would be easy because I could easily talk to you about games for another hour. That was not oh you know, yeah, and I would have been to. a problem. <laughs> so so that's what we'll go ahead and do. We'll go ahead and end tonight's episode of the Zod Rider Show. You've been listening to PSN Radio dot com. Uh, tune in next week. I should have another guest. I know there's been a bit of a delay. Uh, between me doing Zod Rider shows, but I've got I have a lot going on, so I try to get these out as soon as I can. So hopefully we'll be back next week, and uh, you can catch me over on uh, Mad Max's live stream now because he's doing a uh, a YouTube a YouTube stream. So good night, everyone. Oh, thanks for having me, Zod Rider. No problem. Thank you for coming.